good morning to you. Thank you so much for being so faithful and being with us every week on this podcast. You know, it, it doesn't take a lot to do it per se, but it does. It's another part of your day, and I hope you enjoy it just as much as we enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I hope this is a blessing to you as well. We don't like wasting time. Uh, however, we do like helping people. So I hope this is a help and a blessing uh, to you. Amen. Uh, once again, it's podcast day. So uh, good morning to you. Again, if I've already said it once or twice, get your coffee, get your Bible, uh, get your book here, your um, you know notebook, and let's start out in prayer today. Lord, thank you now as we come before you asking you for help today, insight, wisdom, understanding. Uh, may we enlighten, may we empower uh, people today in Jesus' mighty name. May we help people today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Now, uh, yesterday we kind of went, if you weren't in church yesterday, uh, we got into a, a, a whole new dimension of what we've been uh, talking about, teaching, preaching, and we started off uh, months ago, and, and I better make sure I got my timer on here because uh, I'll get into this and I won't stop, but we started off months ago on the subject of uh, you are a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body, and then it kind of went into your conscience, subconscious, the heart of the man. You know, where a man perceives from, where he thinks from, where he stores information, where he acts from, uh, on and on it went. And then yesterday I kind of got into, a, 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 you know, an, another part of that. And the Lord's just bringing revelation to it. So we just flow in, in revelation and in understanding. But I want to talk to you and I want to kind of recap yesterday is there's this wrong doctrine in the body of Christ today. And I'm not bringing co correction to the, that's not my job. However, I, I am the local pastor here, and, and I want to bring, I want to help you concerning this matter. Uh, when you go through trials, tough times, hard times, uh, or, or, and or it seems like uh, things aren't going in your favor, a lot of times we just say, okay, that's God getting me. Uh, and once again, I talked about this a little yesterday, but I want to recap because I want to get somewhere else on this podcast um, God's not judging anybody at this point in time. And a lot of people think that when something bad happens in your life, uh, th that's a result of you not loving God. That's a result of you making a mistake, not listening to God. You know, uh, why did God do this to me? People say, or, or why did God take my baby? Or why did God let this happen? Hey, we got to get some things straight. God's not the author of evil. Uh, God does no evil thing, nor does he have evil in his arsenal. So God can't repay evil for evil. Uh, you know, God's not hurting you when you mess up. Uh, we can even say this, that in God's grace and in his mercy, the word mercy means compassion or to be extremely passion, you know, compassionate towards somebody. Well, you don't need compassion when you're going through good times. You know, when everything's fine, you don't need someone to, to be compassionate you know, or or to hurt with you. And it's not that God hurts with you, but he helps you along in those seasons. You need uh, mercy well, when you're going through a tough time. So let's say this, the world has programmed us uh, as believers when we go through, you know, a, a bad season or a tough season, whether it be financial, whether it be sick, you know, in our body, whether it be relationship issues, uh, immediately we're programmed to hide from God, run from God, you know, this is God's judgment. This is God teaching me a lesson. Uh, this is God's correction. Then on and on it goes. Well, that's not the truth. In, in that season, that's where God uh, has mercy 
on you or or he's 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 coming running towards you uh trying to say hey hold on i got grace now for this you know uh, mercy uh, will allow god to get close to you but then he has grace to get you beyond this thing uh, so we got to get over you know god's trying to teach me something god's trying to correct we got to get over all that and i want you to go to james 1 uh, in your bible and let's look at a few scriptures here today uh, concerning the the trying of your faith or the testing of your faith. But James 1, uh, starting in verse 2, says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into different uh, temptations. Now, yesterday we, we learned here that uh, the, these, when it says different temptations, it's not talking about um, temptations like sexual immorality, you know, and different things like that. No, it, it's just simply talking about a trial of any kind. So uh, it says, count it all joy when you, when you come into any kind of trial, trial season, you're going through uh, anything like that because a trial is a test. All right, let me say this. Maybe I'll get ahead of myself here, but I'll help you. The only way faith can manifest itself is through a test. I'll say it again. The only way faith can manifest itself is through a test. Uh, no test, no manifest, manifestation of faith. Uh, your testing uh, it proves your faith, and and the manifestation comes in the proving stages of your faith. I, uh, all right, here we go. Uh, I work out a little bit to be healthy. You know, I'm not trying to be Mister America. Thank God, because I'm not doing good at it. Amen. <laughs> but uh, I, I try to be healthy. But anytime you go into the gym, uh, when you lift weights, it's a testing to see where you presently are. Uh, so I, I can talk about all day long. I can say, hey, I can lift 400 pounds. Well, until I lay under a bench with 400 pounds, which I can't, by the way, but if I just say, I, I can bench, I can bench, uh, that 400 pounds of weight uh, on my, you know, in my hands is, is going to be extreme pressure, and it's going to test me to see where I'm presently at. Well, that's what temptations are in the, you know, these trials are to a believer, it's a gauge. It's letting you know where you're at. Uh, come on now, say amen. But in, if I fail at the gym, you know, I can't now blame it on, you know, God's hurting me. The weights are trying to hurt me. The weights are, no, that's just a part of life. And this is just a part of faith. Come on, are you still here? Say amen. Now, it says, my brethren, count it all joy and you fall into any kind of trial, any kind of test, knowing this, that the trying of your faith uh, worketh patience. So anytime there's pressure or resistance, against your faith. Any time Satan, life, uh, you know, the, the society we live in, uh, there's a resistance against your faith. You're doing something good. Like I love when people, you know, I talk to a lot of people and there's a few people that say, man, I don't know what's going on with other people. Every time I pray, I get an answer. Or, or, or every time I ask God, you know, he, he performs, you know, they don't mean it that way, but kind of or it comes to pass. No, that's not true. They make it sound like there's no pressure. Well, if there's no pressure, if there's no resistance, uh, there can be no manifestation of faith. Come on now. All right, you look at this. And we went over this yesterday. I know I'm recapping a little bit. But uh, what when Jesus was baptized by John, immediately he comes out of the water. The Holy Spirit d descends on him. Uh, or uh, ascends on him, and he's filled with the Holy Ghost, and immediately the Holy Spirit 
leads him into the wilderness to be tempted. Well, why do you have to be tempted? You know, well, you say, well, uh, you know, that was Satan. No, no, no. Satan didn't lead him into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness, and the wilderness became a 40-day proving ground. Come on, are you still here? Uh, For Jesus, the Son of God. Now, if his faith had to be proven, how much more does your faith have to be proven? All right, just preaching. I told you in the beginning, I was a little punchy, spunky today, so uh, there's that. Amen. Now, I'm not saying you look for problems. No, no. The Bible talks about peace, and I want to live in peace. I don't want to live, you know, problems come, problems go, but I'm thankful for when they go. But I'm all about uh, being uh, going from faith to faith or level to level in faith, and if it takes a pressure, or if it takes a, a tempering process, uh, then so be it. But then it says here for, but let your patience, or, or let patience, and it refers to her uh, uh, patience as her. Uh, but let patience have her perfect work, uh, that you may perfect be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, the idea with patience uh, is in in this text, patience gives you the ability to remain. All right, so if we were to go look at Abraham uh, in Romans 4, we can go back in the Old Testament, but let's look at Romans 4. Uh, we, we see Abraham went from, uh, he wasn't weak in faith, he went to strong faith. Uh, Abraham, uh, when there was no hope, believed in hope. He, he switched two different you know, uh, systems. He went from the kingdom of the world to the kingdom of God. In hope against hope is actually what it said. But he was in a 30-plus year faith project. Now, in order to stay in that faith project and to receive the promise of that faith project, uh, he had to remain. And uh, there's two elements. He had to remain. It means he, he couldn't quit. A lot of people do not remain. They quit. And, and number two, there had to be a testing. His testing was 30 years. He went through a 30-year test. Now, when I say test, it, it's not that there was a test and then he just relaxed for 30 years. No, no. There was an attack. There was a press. There was a pressure against what he was believing for for 30 years. It'd be like me saying, hey, I want to bench press 500 plus pounds. Uh, it's not going to take me 30 years because then I'm going to be too old to do it. <laughs> so, But I'm, it's going to take me years if ever I can get to that level. And, and every day there's going to be a press or a pressure, come on, or, or a tempering or, or a tearing down building up season that I have to go through, but patience is going to help me remain. Come on, are you still here? All right, let's go back and let's think about this. Uh, Let me give you another scripture, and I'm going to take you to two more. Go into John 9. I was going to share this, and I will on Wednesday. I'll get into this with the church. But you get a, you know, because you're so good here on the podcast, I'll give you a little prelude to it. All right, back, back to... Uh, you know, sin and back to when you do something bad, God pays you and all that crazy stuff. Going to 9, 1 through 6, it says, um, oh, thank you, Lord. John 9, 1 through 6. And Jesus passed by. He saw a man which was blind from his birth. And the disciples asked him, saying, now, now, want, now pay attention to this. It wasn't, uh, uh, you know, unsaved people. It wasn't barely saved people. It was his disciples that had a wrong 
doctrine, the very close ones to him, uh, where'd they get it from? They got it from religious folk. He's, the disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Let's think about this again. All right. Immediately, his disciples see a, a man that was born blind, and they resort to or, or default to, all right, we see someone who has a, an ungodly problem, so sin had to cause it. So was it he who sinned or his parents who sinned? as a a reflection of who he presently is. All right, let's see here. And Jesus answered, Neither uh, uh, hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him, or, if you study this out, but but, uh, so that the glory of God would be seen. Hold on, what? All right, so uh, neither the man sinned, or his parents, so his problem wasn't a result of sin. But rather, the, uh, Jesus said, so that the glory of God could be seen. All right, let's go back to Abraham. Did Abraham sin? Yes, along the line, but that's not, that's not the point I'm making. Was Abraham being sterile or, or Sarah's you know, not being able to produce, uh, is that a result of sin? Well, according to the Scripture, no. It's that the glory of God would be seen. It, 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 it was a problem that only God could solve, that when God solved it, uh, his glory would be seen or people would glorify him in it. Come on now, that's pretty good. So let's look at your problem a little differently today. Let's say this, all right, whatever problem you're facing, uh, instead of boo-hooing, instead of poor me Instead of trying to witchcraft people around you to feel bad or God to change things on your behalf, uh, why don't you understand that this is just to press against what you're trying to do? Why don't you understand? Hey, why don't we use this? When pressure appears, why don't we just account it to uh, I'm doing something right? Because if there's no pressure, then you're really not in faith. We can even say this. Uh, when I get in faith, I have to get, or, or anytime anybody's in faith, you have to get beyond your own ability. So if you're within your own boundaries, within your own ability, what you can produce, there's not faith. There's probably not, not going to be a press against that. But the moment you step out of uh, the, the realm of reality and, and you step into the unseen realm with your faith, immediately because of the error. And remember we talked about yesterday, let me give you, uh, am I helping somebody, someone out there listening on, on Facebook or wherever you're listening, YouTube, on and on it goes, someone ought to say amen because I'm teaching and preaching pretty good. But we know according to Ephesians 2, 2 and six twelve that there's a resistance in the air around you. Around your entire being, there's a, a, I'll say natural, but it's not natural. It's natural for this world, but it's a demonic resistance uh, against um, against information. Satan is resisting, trying to resist the information of God, uh, trying to confuse the information of God, trying to twist, manipulate the information of God. And then the Bible even tells us in Mark chapter 5 that Satan immediately, when the word goes forth for the word's sake, he challenges uh, he comes immediately for the word's sake. So he challenges. So in, in the idea realm, 
there's a resistance. In the believing realm, there's a challenging. That sounds like a press or a pressure to me. Now, so once again, uh, not, not the man. All right, let's say, let me make it more uh, personal. Then this is touchy, and I'm not trying to be touchy, uh, but uh, let's just say uh, you, ha- you had a miscarriage recently. Now, that's a horrible thing. I, I've never gone through that. I don't want to. But I can imagine, uh, on a small level, I can imagine uh, how horrible uh, it is. But my point is how horrible are people because people now look at you and try to figure out why it happened. Well, let me tell you this because there's hope in this for you today. If uh, that happened, that's a tragedy. That's not God. That's, that wasn't God doing it. God didn't take your baby. He didn't need another angel. Uh, and I don't know if it was if it was uh, something in your body, if it was, you know, a, a physical problem, a medical problem. I don't know all those things, but I can tell you this, that even in the worst hour of your life, God, God can bring glory, not, not, not that the baby went to heaven, but God can bring glory and God can bless you even in the darkest hours of your life, and people will see, if you'll just stick with God, stick with you know God doctrine, uh, people will see that this wasn't you in sin, this wasn't uh, judgment in your life, uh, and God knows how to fix those things. I, I don't know why I brought that up. Someone needed to hear that today. Uh, amen. Uh, come on now, are you still with me? That, that wasn't a down note. The point is uh, God's glory is greater than any pressure that we ever face or anything that will ever go uh, through. And I'd like a better amen for that, if you would. Let's go to one more scripture real quick. Go to Hebrews. Glory to God, Hebrews 11. Now, I'll end here, and I hope you can get in church on uh, or, or tune in. Hey, um, Dylan, in just a second, maybe we can go live on that on your uh, other device. And um, you can tell people how they can watch on you know different channels, different things like the YouTube and what's the best way, uh, so on and so forth. But um, you need to really tune in to what's going on. Something special is going on. God's just placed an anointing on uh, here at New Way Church, and I'm not being uh, weird about this, but on my life uh, for revelation and to impart these truths uh, to you. So I don't think you want to miss. Uh, these uh, times together. Amen. Hebrews 11. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to kind of just leave it alone and and let you uh, take time with it. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Once again, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. All right, but let's go to number one. Uh, now, faith is the substance. All right, so here, here's this word here. We got, remember, subconscious, conscious, subconscious, and then we got faith as the substance. All right, so remember that word sub uh, means beneath, below, or the heart of something. So we can say this. Now, faith is the heart of something. Well, what is it the heart of? It's the heart of God. All right, let's go back to Mark 11 and, and 20, uh, 19, 20, uh, where Jesus curses the fig tree, and then the disciples are amazed by it. In Mark eleven twenty two, 22, uh, Jesus responds. They say, look, Master, the tree is even withered. 
And, and he said, uh, Jesus responds, says, have faith in God. Now, we, we've, we've revelated on that scripture, and, and yes, we can say this, and it's right. Have the God kind of faith, or have the pure faith of God, or believe on a kingdom level. We can say all those things, they all fit correctly, and they don't change the direction of the word. So let's say uh, believe in a kingdom sense. Let's say that. So now let's go back to now faith is the heart of the kingdom. I told you I'm going to give you something to let you be with it. Uh, now faith is the heart of the kingdom, or, or faith is how a kingdom citizen uh, believes, or faith is in the heart of a kingdom citizen. Because if it's not in your heart, and I'm not talking about here, I'm talking about your subconscious. So we have substance goes in your subconscious. You, you, you believe or you act out of your sub beneath the heart of your being. So if it's substance, it's got to go beneath in the heart of your being, which is in your, obviously it's in your mind. But that's how, that's where we act from and that's how, how we act. Now we're talking about press, the press of faith, but we're also talking about the reality of faith or kingdom faith. And, and I'm going to kind of end here, but uh, when we get into now faith is, that's in the, the depths of a man. But we see that hope now going back to patience in James. Uh, hope uh, keeps you there or, or helps you remain. But here now there's another word, and it's a different word, and it describes something different, but it's kind of the same. Now faith is the substance, so faith always has substance. Uh, so faith under the uh, after the pressure uh, yields to you the desired result. But then it says, uh, for faith is a substance of things hoped for. So we see hope here in another sense, but the word hope here um, is another word describing to remain. So uh, hope means anticipation, expectation, uh, and endurance. So if you can, and I'm going to end here, if you can shift into patience and you can grab a hold of hope, and what hope's really saying is, no, no matter where I'm at, I'm seeing beyond what I'm presently facing, and I'm understanding there's something on the tail end of this that's worth waiting for. I'm seeing beyond what I'm presently facing, and there's something on the tail end uh, of this thing that's worth waiting for. I recently had a friend uh, whose who's, um, uh, son or daughter was going through a, a, a medical issue, and it was a bad thing. But the doctor's reports was we can uh, we can one hundred percent, excuse me, we can one hundred percent get this thing fixed and under control. But it's going to take about five months. So now this is a different hope, and this is a good example. So when I was helping this family, I said to him, "Listen, this thing has an expiration date." Uh, the doctor says not a lifelong, it's not a maybe, maybe not. We have 100% proven science uh, medication that will deal with this, and it's only a matter of time. Well, I'm telling you right now, in Christ Jesus, you have 100% proof, uh, 100% heavenly uh, trials that uh, are proven that the thing you face is temporary. The present thing you're facing, if, if, if you stay in the press, it's temporary. And on the very tail end of this thing, you don't know where you are. That's that's kind of the neat thing 
I think it's neat. You think it's horrible, probably. But that's the neat thing about God is you you, you never know what level uh, of believing you're in or, or how far away or how close to obtaining you, you are. And that's why you got to stay in hope, which says uh, faith's going to produce because faith is substance. There is a press against my life, but as long as I can get in this patience and endure, come on, and see beyond, I shall obtain. Can someone say amen to that? Just go ahead and say this with me this morning. Uh, say, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I can see. Yeah, come on. Go ahead and say that I can see. I can see. I can see the end. And then see the end. I can see. I can see. I can see the end. And then see the end of this thing. Uh, see the promise of God. See the glory of God. See God's involvement in this thing. And see you obtaining uh, the thing you believe for. Uh, say amen to that one.